The following is a paid program. The views expressed are not necessarily those of the management or ownership of 1500 ESPN. The following is a presentation of financial crisis recovery. Foreclosure, short sales, bankruptcy, credit card debt, job loss, depreciating home values, money management. Peace of mind when it comes to your finances seems completely out of reach under current conditions, but there is a way to achieve it. For the next 60 minutes, you're going to find out how to cover your assets. Cover your assets. Now, here's nationally renowned speaker and expert on getting you on the path to financial strength, Todd Rooker. How is everybody? Have a special treat for you this morning. I think uh, it's going to be something very intriguing. I have another one of the, uh, in a continual uh, succession, uh, another one of the great rich dad advisors uh, talking about something that I bet you wouldn't typically equate with uh, with uh, money and finance, but uh, it works out perfectly. And given that I'm a veteran, given that it is uh, Memorial Day weekend, and most certainly Memorial Day is for those who did not make it home and for those who have passed. Uh, nevertheless, uh, certainly a great time to be thinking about those that are with us. And we're going to be talking with a gentleman named Josh Lennon, who is who has written a book called The Social Capitalist. And this book is about how they turned their passion, uh, that is, to help uh, specifically first responders and military veterans with drug and alcohol uh, dependency, as well as PTSD and a, actually a host of other uh, ailments uh, that these people uh, are, are dealing with. And uh, I wrote a Facebook post. If you can, go to the Cover Your Assets Facebook uh, uh, page, and you'll see what I wrote about it, and uh, it'll give you a flavor of my sentiments on this topic. I think this is just an absolutely fabulous opportunity uh, for those of you who want to find your passion and turn it into a business, uh, be able to be thoroughly fulfilled and yet be able to make money with the principles and the things that you learn and we talk about on this show, then I think this is going to be an absolutely spectacular show. So with that, Josh, do I have you on the line with us? Yes, sir, you do. Well, very good. Very good. How are you doing this morning, Josh? <laughs> I'm doing good. I'm doing real good. Fantastic. And we're catching you in Texas. Where in Texas again are we calling you? Yeah, so I'm right outside. Well, I'm in Bandera, Texas. So that's oh. right outside San Antonio. So is that is that where your facility is? It is, yeah. In a, uh, a little town, and see about 800 people. <laughs> Uh, so not too many people know where Bandera is, but uh, we have a beautiful ranch here uh, in Bandera, 543-acre ranch that we converted into a healing center. Oh, fantastic. And and uh, as I said, I, I have read the book, and I just love it. I mean, I just absolutely was devouring the information. And uh, for the, you listeners out there, uh, you can go to Amazon. Uh, you can go to, uh, I'm sure, probably a lot of places. And you can get, you can purchase this book. It is called The Social Capitalist. Uh, as I said in the, in the uh, intro here, you are affiliated with Robert Kiyosaki, and I thought it was interesting as I was reading your book as to how you uh, 
uh, were not necessarily receptive to a lot of things at that particular time, but f- <laughs> but for whatever reason at that moment, you you were receptive to these odd gifts that your father tends to tends to give you ongoingly. And that at that moment, uh, as you say, the teachers come into our lives when we're ready to receive them. At that particular moment, you were open uh, to to reading uh, Robert's book. So why don't you just tell us a little bit about that? Well, that's true because over the years, you know, kids don't want to listen to their parents. Like, I, I know better, and oh, geez, I'll figure it out. And, uh, <laughs> my father did all kinds of crazy stuff growing up, and you know, uh, he was a he had a difficult time sleeping, so he'd watch late night infomercials. So I think I had fifteen <laughs> brothers in Zimbabwe that we adopted, and I, <laughs> you know, he bought this product and that product, and so. In 2001, um, I had actually uh, just completed a treatment center myself. I went to California, went through a program. We'll talk a little bit about that in a moment, but went through a program because I was struggling myself. And uh, as you said, when the student is ready, the teacher appears. So here I am, fresh out of uh, treatment. I didn't know what to do with my life. My father goes, son, I have this gift for you. I'm like, oh, my gosh, here we go again. And uh, he shows me this audio series called Choose to be Rich by Robert Kiyosaki. And it's got this slick-looking salesman on it. I'm like, oh, man. That's, come on, really? Another infomercial thing? He goes, no, 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 this guy's different. I think you're going to like him. He's from Hawaii because I grew up in Hawaii, too. And I'm like, yeah. And uh, I threw it in the back seat. We're in my wife's Trans Am Ram Air, beautiful red car. And I was driving back from California. Uh, to Las Vegas because that's where we were living. And um, we're driving home, and Lisa's looking at me because she could tell I was bothered. She goes, look, he made you promise to listen to it. Just put it in. And I know, I know, because one of those things, you know, you promise your father, all right, may not want to do it, but I'm going to do it. So I put it in the audio uh, series, and it changed my life. I mean, it really did. It was like, I don't know if all the stars lined up or the heavens opened and it was like I heard the message that Robert was, was saying, and I was like, I got it. I could actually see the world from a rich person's point of view. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I can do this, too. For the first time, like, and I was inspired to learn and inspired to become a student again because in school I wasn't. I, I was turned off by the, the lessons, you know, I, I didn't, once I had the basics, I didn't, I wasn't interested in what they were teaching. I wanted to learn how to ride bicycles and pick up girls and do cool stuff. Well, they didn't have any classes on that. So here I am listening to Kiyosaki's books with Kim and, uh, you know, the Rich Dad Advisors. And I'm like, wow, I could do this. And it was the catalyst that changed everything for my wife and I. Wow. I mean, uh, you know, I, I, I will tell you that, that um, the Rich Dad Poor Dad series had a huge impact on my life and the lives of my son, so I can, I can relate to it. But, you know, I, I, think it, I think it is interesting because at the time, uh, I, you know, in the book, you talk about your, your dad uh, being in the nightclub business and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, started and ran 14 nightclubs and that you were, you were working in one of those. And, uh, you know, quite a contrast, I guess, to go from, from the place where you, uh, uh, well, well, the watering hole for all the folks who are, who are involved in that and then to go to the opposite side and, and try to start treatment centers. That's, uh, 
pretty audacious, I think. Uh, not not a bad thing. Not a bad thing. And so you and so basically what you're what you're trying to say is, I mean, other than that, you didn't have a lot of financial education. So you really relied on these books and this series and, and the information you got in in these uh, in this in these books to try to help you, you know, run run that business and, and learn the words and the in the language of finance. Is that reasonably accurate? Well, I, I tell you, Todd, I really didn't have much education at all. I was bored in school. I didn't pay attention. Uh, I flunked out the seventh grade. I had to repeat seventh grade. I actually dropped out of high school. And uh, my father basically put, took me under his wing and said, you got to learn then business. Because he had businesses. But he then put me to work. Uh, he had a, uh, he did some construction. So I went around, picked up nails, dug holes, realized that's pretty hard work. I don't want to, you know, uh, do manual labor. And then in the nightclubs, I worked for him from bar backing to bartending to security, eventually to general management. But it wasn't easy, and uh, and it was a it was a process that I had to go through. Which, in looking back, it was brilliant for him to make me earn the right to go through it, because um, I mean I, I I had street education, I was street smart, but I didn't have formal education. So when I learned, you know, about became a rich dad student, uh, I wanted to learn everything I could, like you said, the language and how it works, because the ultimate goal, like the teacher would say, you got to get good grades. Why? So you can get a good job. Why do I want a job? I really don't. When I'm, you know, 15 years old, I, I don't understand that. I, I don't want a job. Well, you want a job so you can get paid, so you can make money. I was like, ah, okay, so that's the end goal is money. Why don't we study that? And as you know, they don't teach you that in school. So here I am, you know, teenager going through life and dropped out of high school, working for my father. And in my 20s, it was super exciting, you know, working in Las Vegas and the girls and the money and, um, you know, bartending. So I had a pocket full, about $300, you know, a night I'd make him tips. And that was great. Uh, but it also took a toll on me spiritually, being that uh, that environment's rough, uh, and it it just didn't work for me. So how I substituted that is, is I drank myself. I'm naturally an introverted person. I'm quiet, back of the room kind of kid, and that helped me come out of my shell and become an adult, if you will, because that's what adults do. Uh, but it was killing me spiritually, and that's when I ended up. Um, I said in the treatment center, uh, my wife was a police officer in Vegas. Uh, I was running nightclubs. I was good at what I did. Um, but at a certain point when it took its toll, you know, I'll never forget my wife came home in uniform and I had been out of about a three day bender drinking. And she goes, uh, I love you, Josh, but, uh, I'm done. And that time when she said it was different because I saw it in her eyes. You know, before it's like, oh, honey, you know, I'll stop or I'll slow down or, you know, be begged and pleaded. And I was able to manipulate my way through it, you know, and I, I did good for a while, but then I started drinking again. This time in her eyes, I saw the woman I thought fell in love with. I saw that she got her power back from my addiction. And it's like, the game's over. And I was like, Phew. Okay. She was either you go to rehab tonight or I'm going to divorce you. I'm like, wow. All right, I'm in. <laughs> I'm in. 
because I didn't know what else to do. You know, I tried my way. I tried just drinking beer. I tried only drinking uh, after 6 p.m. I tried regulating. You know, I, I tried all this stuff. I just I couldn't do it. So when she gave me that ultimatum, I, I surrendered to win. And as a fighter, you know, I, I enjoy fighting. Uh, I have kind of my whole life. I'm scared to death of it, but I was okay. I was decent at it. And surrendering just, if you think it didn't make any logical sense, but it did, it's like you got to surrender to win. So I surrendered to my addiction. I surrendered, you know, to, to everything. I said, okay, I need help, please. And uh, that's uh, when things started to turn. Well, having having gone through the the you know the the counseling and all the things that that one does through a treatment center, you know the the statistics undoubtedly you know that of people who will come back to the same environment that oftentimes created the problem in the first place, and the likelihood that they'll get back involved in that is exceedingly high. And, That's it. you know, and when I look at your situation and realize that the natural place for you once you got out was to go back. I mean, you got to got to work, got to make money, got to got to pay yeah, the bills. Sure. And your your likely place to go back to work was the nightclub business, which is like, you know, putting gasoline on a fire. So, I mean, the, the I, I got to believe the statistics for someone like you coming out of, out of treatment and going back to work or at least having the opportunity, the jobs there waiting for you. Uh, the statistics were surely against you uh, maintaining your sobriety for any amount of time. You're right. The cards were stacked against me or anyone that goes through treatment and then goes right back to their same environment because you run in your program. Get you know, get up, go to work. Cause, you know, that kind of thing is like get up, go to work, drink after work, hang out with the same friends. The program was there. So when I got out of treatment, I made a commitment not to drink again. And the first thing I realized is, I didn't have a lot of friends. I had quite a few drinking buddies, but not a lot of true friends, you know, and uh, I was kind of ridiculed. Like, oh, what are you, Mr. AA, Alcoholics Anonymous now? I'm like, no, man, I just can't drink anymore. It doesn't work for me. Okay, well, what are you saying? I'm like, I'm not saying you shouldn't. I'm just saying I'm not going to. I'm not going to hang out with you at the bar until 3 in the morning. So it, it was. The cards were stacked against me. And I went right back to work in the nightclubs because my father depended on it. And two, I was pretty unemployable. Thank God he employed me. Otherwise, I don't know what I would have done. So here I am working in the nightclubs. I got my earpiece in, working the floor, the security gig. And it was just, it hit me. I just, I just can't do this anymore. I, I can no longer be a part of a problem. I want to be a part of a solution. Instead of getting people drunk for a living and hooking them up with one-night stands and, you know, all that stuff, why not help them get sober? Why not bring families back together again? So kind of cleaning up the wreckage of the past, karma, it's like, let me go to the other side of it and help people put their lives back together. And it was it was another aha moment. And talked to my wife, you know, after she got off work, too, and, this is New Year's 2001, so she worked the Strip, all at Las Vegas Strip. All as, as a police officer, which is <laughs> yes. crazy stuff, too. Oh, exactly. So she's seeing it, you know, the crazy addiction and partying. I was like, Wait, I just can't do this anymore. She goes, yeah, I don't want to either. I mean, I, mean, I love serving. I love being a police officer, but I'm with you. Because it's not a matter of if I relapse and we start back down the road. It's when. 
just when? Just yeah, how much time? Today, tomorrow, next week, next month? So we made the commitment to, uh, you know, become a social entrepreneur. And at that time, I didn't really know what that was, but I wanted to build a business uh, that helps people. Well, you wanted you know, to build and, a business around your passion, which was which was to help people get through what you what you were having, what you had to go through, right? Well, yeah, because Lisa and I, we knew it intimately. We knew what it was like to have those rough nights and to have the fear of, am I going to live or die? Or, you know, as a police officer, she didn't know if I would come in I'd, to jail arrested. So she'd have to book her own husband. You know, all, we knew what the addiction oh, man. world was, was like. And uh, how scary it is to walk through those doors to get help and how, or how hard it is to ask for help. We knew this at an intimate level. So it only made sense when we started to build our business is that we built it from the end user's point of view, not the academic, not the book, smart, this is what you should or shouldn't do. Like, no, how do I feel about this from a very human, personal level? And it worked. Very good. I mean, the, the so so you, you decided to to be a become a part of the of the solution. You wanted to run treatment centers in the way that you thought they should be run, and uh, and and you felt you could make an impact. Well, that's that's a great idea, but you know now now to do all of those things, lots of people have great ideas, but where the rubber meets the road is when you actually try to put these ideas into motion, and that's where most people fall down, and so. You had no experience in this. You had, uh, obviously you had, uh, uh, no, uh, background, uh, in, in actually being a counselor or, or, you know, somebody, as you say, who's got a lot of, a lot of, uh, letters behind their names. And so now you gotta go out and you gotta try to get money and financing. And as I read in your book, you got a grand total net worth of $30,000 and you went from bank right. to bank and they mm -hmm. all turned you down. And, you know, look, if you'd have come to somebody like me who analyzes businesses and things like that, I would have told you you're wasting your time as well. Right. Uh, which is, you know, on some level, as I read through your book, you understand that people like that, maybe even people like me, say that to you basically to see if you're going to do anything about it or whether or whether you're going to keep going and, and make it happen and just get pissed off and say, all right, I don't give a crap what you say. I'm doing this. <laughs> and, you know, exactly. I, you know, I tell a lot of people you're, you're you got a bad business. It's not a scalable business. And you know what? Sometimes they prove me wrong, which is perfect. And you certainly did that with a lot of the people that you went to see because I read in your book you were turned down many, many times for for financing. Another another thing that I find interesting, which we're going to touch on, is the fact that you did this through the private sector as a for profit business as opposed to a non profit business, which I think is is fabulous. Um, but so how did you how did you raise capital? Let's cover. Let's let's hit that a little bit. Because you're spot on. It's like a lot of people get that good idea fairy and, oh my gosh, this is what I'm going to do. And, you know, uh, it's unicorns and rainbows. But when they go out to actually do it, you get crushed because, you know, you haven't built a team, built the environment to support you going on that, that journey. Um, so the environment is, is crushing. And we, we would, we'd go into banks. And the number one thing the bankers would say is, well, why don't you go back to school? Why would I go back to school? Go back to school and get your degree in counseling. 
and studying the rich dad material, I knew I didn't want to be that S, that self-employed person. I wanted to build a B, a big business. I wanted to be a business owner, not have you know have a job. So I was like, no, I don't want to be a counselor. I, I want to hire the best counselors. And they had a difficult time really wrapping their head around it, but I was clear because of the education I got through the Rich Dad organization, reading the books, of what that BI triangle, and, and I highly suggest studying that business and investing triangle that uh, Robert has in his books because that was the framework that we used to build the business. And when the ex so-called experts would say no, I would go back to that and say, okay, what worked, what didn't work, um, and then continue on uh, learning as we go. You know, so, I, yeah. I, I find that so interesting, Josh, because, uh, you know, first, first, you know, bankers are, of course, I- I immersed in a corporate environment. So they have that mm-hmm. that mentality. But as we know, uh, if you if you listeners, if you if you've uh, if you've purchased the books that Robert Kiyosaki has, the Rich Dad, Poor Dad series, the reality is when you actually are a practitioner of the business that you're buying or building, that oftentimes is a detriment because you get engaged in the work of the business and you never get involved in the building of the business. And that's right. You know, the the reality is that as true as that is and as obvious as that should be. And for some of you listening, you you don't it isn't obvious to you, you know, but if I'm going to if I'm going to buy a business, I don't if I'm going to buy a mechanic shop, I don't want to be a mechanic because pretty soon I'm going to be a low paid employee of my own business. And I'm not and I'm I'm never going to build the business because all my time is going to be spent underneath a car wrenching all day long. You want to build a business. You got to have the big creative ideas. You got to go out, get the financing and you need to be a financial person. But even when you go to the banks, they don't understand that. And as, and as you said, well, go back to school. Well, let's get real. Most of the people who go to school and get their degrees in this are going to be employees and work for somebody else anyway. Rarely, rarely are these people ever going to start their own treatment centers on their own anyhow. So, I mean, it, it was bad advice, but but you didn't know that at the time. And, and yet you were being shut down and having the doors closed on you r- routinely. So I heard about uh, how you had gone to a private investor <laughs> and how he was, he was equally unforgiving and, and, and really, really put your dander up. And, but that's when you began to learn. That's when you began to ask the questions, why are we being turned down? And then you would go back and you would revise your, your, your business plan to accommodate the 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 lacks and the, uh, the the holes that you had in in your business model, right? That's right, absolutely. And and you know you're right is that they would tell me go back to school, and because I had that financial education, I knew that I would be even further behind the curve if I did that. Because now I would take two, say minimum two years out of my momentum to go back to school, and I'd accumulate school debt. So once I got back into the game, I would be, say, negative dollars $40,000 in cash Jeez. in the hole. It just didn't make sense when you look at it that way. So you're right. It's like, okay, commercial banks won't do it. Let's go to the private sector. And uh, it, it was just as equally as tough, but they were a little bit more creative on it's not check the box. But they do. They, they'll drill you. It's like, all right, what makes you think that you can pull this off? <laughs> it's like, all right, here we go. And I was denied over and over again. And this one particular individual that uh, loaned us the money, 
he uh, he was one of the only few that would actually take my calls because <laughs> I would call him back. Can I have another meeting when I made the corrections? Yeah, all right, sure. It's like he thought I just was a glutton for punishment, but I was learning each time he said no because I'd ask him why. And, and this guy, and that? this guy, by the way, ended up loaning you a million five, one point five million dollars. Uh, we, we, I would love to explore that whole thing, but we're going to run out of time and we got to get to some of the things. We're going to take a break here, folks, and we will be right back with Josh Lennon. He wrote the book, Social Capitalist. Uh, so for those of you who want to pursue your passion and do it in a, in a business for profit, that, we're, that will not only make uh, an impact on society and fuel your passion, but also give you an opportunity to make money and have a, and 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 be financially successful. This is the guy. He, he wrote a book about it, and incredibly intriguing. Let's take our break, and we will be right back with Josh Lennon. Accounting and bookkeeping services are no longer just about record keeping. For decades, Arliss Cleveland has been passionate about helping individuals and businesses look at their taxes and financials in a big picture strategy that allows them to position for maximum profitability. Arliss Cleveland Limited is big enough to handle any size client, yet small enough to give you the direct personal attention you deserve. Their philosophy is that accounting and tax services are about more than just numbers on a page. It's all about building client relationships that are personal. Call 763-786-4626 for a free consultation. What are the first three letters in the word SMART? SMA. And SMA Exteriors and Restoration has made SMART affordable since 1994. As an LP Smart Side Master Level Siding Installer, a GAF Master Elite Roofing Installer, and as an expert in installing windows made in Minnesota, made for Minnesota, you're guaranteed to make the smart choice. Call today for your free estimate, 877-SMA-TODAY, or go online to sma2day.com. If you or anyone you know are in a financially challenged situation, listen. My name is Todd Rooker. For over 20 years, I've been helping people strategically plan for and deal with a financial crisis. My typical client may have previously had a substantial net worth and are now in fear of losing their personal home. My clients will often say, in the past, I was financially successful. However, at this point, I'm exhausting all of my financial resources trying to make my payments on time. I feel as though I'm simply delaying the inevitable by throwing good money after bad. So my questions are, Todd, do I just let the bank liquidate my business? Do I need to consider things like foreclosure, short sale, deed in lieu, loan modification, credit counseling, or even bankruptcy? And then most importantly, how do I minimize the damage and rebuild my life when this disaster is over? This is my world, and I teach classes on those very topics. So if you or anyone you know is in this situation or you want to ensure that you never are, I have the knowledge and the information you're looking for. Go to CYA21.com and get my free download, Financial Crisis Bible, or call us at 763-559-3800. If you are a current business owner or thinking about starting a business, what business structure is best for you? Sole proprietorship, corporation, or LLC? Most people pay a couple hundred dollars to the Secretary of State to start a business and off they go, as opposed to doing it right and contracting an attorney to help them. Why is this? Pretty simple. Funds are low and attorneys are expensive. Problem is, if you're structured improperly or do not manage the agenda and record the changes correctly, you could have destroyed nearly all legal protections your business would have 
otherwise been afforded. Don't just mindlessly start a business and put you and your family in legal jeopardy. If you have an existing business or would like to start your business right in the first place, an attorney from the law firm of Daniels & Keyboard will meet with you to determine the best business structure for your business, handle the filings, and will meet with you ongoing once a month for a year. After basic startup and filing fees, the cost to you is as little as $176 a month. Pretty awesome deal. Go to CYA21.com to get the details. That's CYA21.com. You're listening to Cover Your Assets with Todd Rooker. Welcome back. Hey, Joe, where's my ACDC? What's up with that, man? Gotta, gotta, uh, have, gotta have my ACDC. They're in concert out of town. Uh, man. Man, I got. I can't wake up in the morning if I'm not listening to ACDC. I'm all right, I'll get you. something going for you. All right, all right. Okay, uh, we are back with with social capitalist Josh Lennon talking about how he and his beautiful wife Lisa, who was a pr- formerly a police officer, I don't believe she's still out. Uh, uh, copping anymore, if, from what I understand of the book, but uh, uh, she was a police officer, and uh, they had a great affinity for for folks who were in that line of work, first responders and veterans. And Josh uh, and his wife started from ground zero with nothing and created six uh, treatment centers uh, to uh, help folks deal with a chemical addiction. Uh, went and built that business successfully. Paid the $1.5 million back to their investor, went out and continued to build that business, and then in 2012, Josh sold it and decided to go in a totally, well, not a, not a totally different direction, but certainly focused direction, right? That's right. Mm-hmm. So, so tell me a little bit about that. You decided to go from you, you had, you had, you had, I mean, amazing, you know, I mean, with you guys got to read the book, but to have, to have started in the way that we've just talked about here in the first segment and then to build that to six treatment centers. And by the way, guys, treatment, just one treatment center is no small operation in and of itself, let alone having six and successfully running those and then going on to sell those to focus on on what you're really doing now, um, and we'll we'll get to that in a second. But give give me a little sense of how that evolution took place, if you can. Yeah, you bet, Todd. Because uh, it wasn't easy, and it was through a strong why, really purpose driven and financial education. So you had to ha- you had to have your why you were doing this. You talk about in the book a lot, and that's your passion. Why is it that you are willing, even though you're getting slapped in the face over and over again, turned down? Why are you why what is the passion that makes you drive and say, I'm, I'm going to do this by God one way or another? That why is very important, and you have that. 100%. Because if you don't have the why, the why becomes money, and money is a drug. So there's never enough. You know, and I tell you, it won't get my butt out of bed. So, but if you have a passion, if you have a purpose, if you have a mission, that will get you going. And so sure. it has to go beyond just making money. It has to be more than that. You have that. Yes, sir. Well, luckily, and, and thank God, because it is, it's the fuel that keeps me going. And in 2013, we got a call from a private equity company that said, we know who you are. We want to buy your company. And at that time, Lisa and I had never sold large companies. So we did our due diligence, and it made sense. So we said, okay, let's do it. So we sold the operation. So this is part of being a, 
student to financial education, our, our passion was the treatment center. We loved it. We even volunteered in it. We never drew a paycheck. Our, our business was the real estate. So kind of like the McDonald's story, uh, that McDonald's, they really, they're not the hamburger business, they're, they're in the real estate business, is that we sold the operations to this private equity company, but we kept the asset, we kept the real estate. And uh, so then we became essentially, you know, uh, out of the rat race. We're, we were done. We could have retired. And talking to some friends of mine that sold companies, take some time off. Think about what you really want to do. So in that time off, I, I love uh, the military, the police, all that stuff. So I was doing a lot of tactical shooting training and military-style training and that sort of stuff. Uh, and that's when I became aware that, that 22 veterans a day commit suicide. And I thought, that just doesn't even make sense. 22 a day commit suicide? And I was like, well, who's addressing this problem? Well, at best, the VA was doing what they could, but they, they're so backlogged. Uh, it's, it's a, I mean, they're doing the best they can, but it's not working. And uh, talking to Robert, friend Robert Kiyosaki as a mentor, you know, he goes, don't lose your momentum. He goes, take a little time off for you, but don't lose your momentum. I was like, huh. So Lisa and I talked, and I said, the next phase in our, our journey was to build a facility that was just dedicated to military, police, firefighters, our first responders, because where could they go, you know, when they need help? Uh, and what we found was that they go to places with general population. So, for instance, you have a SWAT officer in a treatment center that's struggling because he's drinking. Um, because it's stuff that, you know, wh whatever reasons, a lot of times because of trauma and PTSD and stuff, and you have a kid in his 20s that's cooking methamphetamines. They're both struggling. They're both trying to get better, but they're on opposite sides of the fence. And so where does a cop go to, to heal? Where does a, a veteran go to, to heal in a private uh, facility? There weren't any. So that's when we doubled down and we built our facility called Warrior's Heart that is dedicated to that warrior class population. So when a warrior walks in, you know, what, how we welcome them is welcome home. And they, they get that look on their face like, what? But once they get into our environment and they see it and they feel it and they experience it, they get it because it was built by warriors for warriors. And it's a game changer. I really feel it is. And uh, since 2015, we got licensed in 2016. Uh, we've put over 340 guys through our, we call it a course, but it's a 42-day inpatient treatment center. And uh, the results are fantastic. Uh, uh, we've also got our accreditation from the Joint Commission, which is a high flow of accreditation, and we got certified by TRICARE, so we can take active military as well as retired military. Uh, it, it's really gaining momentum because we're again building it from that end user's point of view. How do they want to be treated? You know, how do if you went into a center, what type of food do you want to eat? What type of counselors do you want to talk to? People they get it, I, and I, uh, that is our passion. I can I can absolutely understand that passion. I the, the I want to I want to just uh, we're going to take another break here, folks, and I want to recap a, a few things that, that Josh has, has said. 
First, as you hear us talking on the show regularly, uh, those f- practitioners who are paying rent their entire careers, chiropractors, you know, uh, financial advisors, whomever, as compared with, with buying the building. And what Josh breezed over, which was no small thing, was that they sold the business, but they maintained the facilities, the ownership, which are often held in separate entities. And then when they, when the buyers of their business came in, those buyers continue to pay them to occupy their facilities, their real estate, and that becomes an incredible income stream. Uh, the other thing that Josh breezed over is the fact that they built six successful uh, facilities. And by doing that, I have no doubt, I don't even need to ask, they became adept in the financial world. And as you hear me say regularly, no one gets to succeed long-term sustainably unless they become a financial person. You have to do it. Otherwise, you're not going to make it. So this is this is now full circle. They built the business, sold the business, and now they're going to continue to go into, into another field. I also expect that the reason that you went from one state to the other is probably because you had a non-compete and you couldn't compete in that same state. <laughs> right? Yeah, so I'm very astute. Yeah. yeah. So, so that's why you were looking in, in the other states to be able to do it. So before we go to break, I'm going to read something that is my Facebook post and I think it's going to set up what you're going to talk about when we come back. So my post said, special people deserve special treatment. In my mind, the special sacrifices that our our country's military and first responders make puts them in a unique category. I'm aware that there are bad apples in every bunch. However, the fact that returning soldiers and cops lose it from time to time or that PTSD manifests itself into drug and alcohol abuse should really come as no surprise. On a daily basis, these self-sacrificing warriors are exposed to the worst humanity can dish out. They contend with the things we don't want to deal with and witness the things we would rather not see. What is more, they volunteer for it. So if there is any segment of our society that deserves better than equal treatment, it is these men and women. Having said all of this, our government and social services has done an an atrocious job of treating the ills our warriors develop as a result of the work they do on our behalf. Today I'm interviewing Josh about this very thing, and we are about to move into what has fueled the passion to go in this direction and create a private uh, uh, business specifically related to our country's warriors, that is, first responders and our country's military, in dealing with these ills. I think this is the most virtuous endeavor. I want to get behind this 100%. We're going to take our other break, and we are going to be right back with Josh Lennon talking about his book, The Social Capitalist, but more importantly, the work that he and his wife, Lisa, are doing, and and their partner, Tom, uh, on behalf of our, our country's warriors. We'll be right back. He can lift a bus straight over his head. He can fly around the world in seconds. And he has the power to regenerate entire limbs. Okay, so Jason Walgrave isn't actually a superhero. But once you visit his website to find out what he knows about real estate, you may start to think he's superhuman. That's because at JasonWalgrave.com, you'll find absolutely anything you need to know about real estate in the Twin Cities. Whether you're looking to buy or sell your home, check out JasonWalgrave.com, the number one place for all your real estate questions. 
If you are a current business owner or thinking about starting a business, what business structure is best for you? Sole proprietorship, corporation, or LLC? Most people pay a couple hundred dollars to the Secretary of State to start a business and off they go, as opposed to doing it right and contracting an attorney to help them. Why is this? Pretty simple. Funds are low and attorneys are expensive. Problem is, if you're structured improperly or do not manage the agenda and record the changes correctly, you could have destroyed nearly all legal protections your business would have otherwise been afforded. Don't just mindlessly start a business and put you and your family in legal jeopardy. If you have an existing business or would like to start your business right in the first place, an attorney from the law firm of Daniels and Keyboard will meet with you to determine the best business structure for your business, handle the filings, and will meet with you ongoing once a month for a year. After basic startup and filing fees, the cost to you is as little as $176 a month. Pretty awesome deal. Go to CYA21.com to get the details. That's CYA21. Oh, I'm hearing the smooth jazz again, and that means it's time to call in. 651-646-8255, 651-646-8255, and the hosts will answer your call live on the air. What are the first three letters in the word SMART? SMA. And SMA Exteriors and Restoration has made SMART affordable since 1994. As an LP Smart Side Master Level Siding Installer, a GAF Master Elite Roofing Installer, and as an expert in installing windows made in Minnesota, made for Minnesota, you're guaranteed to make the SMART choice. Call today for your free estimate, 877-SMA-TODAY, or go online to SMA2DAY.com. Hi, I'm Kimberly Nibo with the Kimberly Nibo Insurance Agency, serving the community for over 27 years. People tend to be most concerned with price. That is, of course, until something goes wrong. Then the only thing they care about is their coverage. My experience enables me to uncover every available discount. I could save you up to 40% while still offering the proper coverage for the people you care about. Call today for a free review at 763-571-6111 or email me at kim at kimnibo.com. You're listening to Cover Your Assets with Todd Decker. Yeah, I caught them live in Australia here. All right, man. Now I'm awake. Very good. All right, we are with Josh Lennon. Talking about uh, Warrior's Heart. Uh, you can check them out online. Go to Warrior's warriorsheart.com, and you will find their facility. Fabulous website. And look, folks, if you have anyone in your life who is struggling with this, someone who, who, is, who, who is a former military, someone who is a first responder, firefighter, police officer, uh, EMTs, and I know you have special circumstances even for those others that have a little bit different connotation in terms of how you define warrior. Have them go to the website. Have them give a call, 888-438-6616. This is a facility that caters specifically to those folks, and it is a very special place for people of that type and uh man you know the 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 thing Josh that I that I find interesting is that you went from one situation and now here you are again and and pretty again if I can use the term pretty audacious the funding was 10 million dollars to build this facility and now you got to go out and make rain again huh <laughs> yes sir mhm 
You're absolutely right. And I just want to say, what you read prior to the break, that gave me goosebumps. I mean, you, you hit the essence of it. This is not about money. This is about a mission. This is about serving a purpose. And uh, that was beautifully written. Just thank you for that, really. Well, you know, I'm, I'm fourth-generation military, and I... This is a that's a big subject, and so I, I, I am. I, I feel I, I, it's just a great opportunity to talk about it. I mean, I just, I just really <laughs> think this is great. So I, I, I love having you on the show. So you're, you know, I want to kind of highlight something that I think is pretty important, which is that your your determination again to do a for uh, you know for profit private business as opposed to being a nonprofit. And folks, you know, you hear me talk a lot on the show about nonprofits and this this notion that a nonprofit doesn't make any money. Uh or and and really in in many instances all it's all it's geared to do is get ignorant people who don't understand business to put their guard down and think oh these people are just good folks and they don't want to make any money. It's just all crap anyway. It's a tax status. It's that nonprofit is a tax status. Okay, folks, uh, but you run a business to be successful, and a lot of the chains and and barriers that nonprofits create they slow down the process of building a business and funding a business and get in the way in some instances to such a degree that you can't grow the business and you can't even get the dog on it uh, venture off the ground. So you know, talk a little bit about that, will you, Josh? Yeah, you bet. Because what we're what, what we're good at is the treatment. We're good at uh, the treatment side of it, bringing our warriors home, bringing families back together again. That is our focus. That is our core competency with addiction treatment, PTSD. Um, that's what we do. To operate a nonprofit, we would have had to have mission drift, and our primary objective would not be the treatment, would not be taking care of our warriors. It would have been fundraising. Go out and wave the flag and prance the warriors around, and that's, that's not what we do, and that's not what we wanted to do. We didn't want to become a fundraising organization, and that was key for us. Why we chose not to be a nonprofit, but to be a for-profit. Not to mention that would have been a detraction for any of the warriors who would have been involved in, in your facility to begin with. I mean, those those folks oh gosh, don't yeah. don't uh, don't dig that kind of thing anyway. They they're 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 quiet. And they don't want to talk to anybody. <laughs> <laughs> and our our partner Tom Spooner comes from the special ops community. So we're very unconventional at things that we do from his training and background. So yeah, we, we're, we're, that's not what we're going to. We're not going to, you know, parade around. <laughs> um, so it's it's working. So yeah, with the uh, with the, the nonprofit, for profit, uh, our business still is the real estate. You know, you know, make make no mistake, kind of thing is that that's our business. We buy these beautiful uh, pieces of real estate that the business pays for, but we do it by serving our warriors. We do it by being generous. We do it by getting contracts with like the, the VA. We're a preferred provider from the VA. We're working with the DOD, the Department of Defense. We have uh, credentialing from TRICARE. That's how we do it. Not, uh, well, and I will say too though, we do get a number of calls from warriors that they have no insurance, they have no money. They're like, look, I've burned it down. I don't know what else to do, but I need help. And it took me everything to pick up the phone and to call. Because these guys are right. I mean, we take care of those who take care of us. 
You know, when these guys need help, who takes care of them? Who do they reach out to? So we're honored that they trust us and they've reached out to us and they go, they're like, look, man, I don't have anything. So that's why we do have a, a foundation on the side that can help fund these guys where they, hey, fill out a, an application. Let's see if you qualify. And then we fund that warrior into a program like ours because some of them don't have anything. So what's nice is that we can serve them uh, with multiple tools to achieve the objective. That uh, is that. Josh, that that gives me goosebumps. That is exactly what I wanted to hear. Uh, folks, if, if you want to get in contact with Josh and and maybe uh, if you're if, if you are motivated by this, if, if 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 you are passionate about helping our country's veterans and you have you want to give of your money, give of your uh, of your resources, uh, get in touch with Josh and his organization, 888-438-6616. Again, their website is Warriors heart and uh, you know the fact that you help people uh, help guys and gals who maybe can't afford it and you and you've you've facilitated a way to to be able to do that that is phenomenal uh, I, we're going to take another break here and I want to touch on on something that was important and and it is this remember folks it's not enough to be passionate it's not enough to be willing to work hard you have to be smart too. This is, this is, you know, everybody believes if you work really hard, look, I, I get it. You have to work really hard. That's a given. These, these folks gave their blood to this. They're, that's a given. But you have to be in financially intelligent and make good financial decisions. Look, even a church, if a church is run poorly, this whole crap about it's not about money. Look, churches go out of business all the time. And I, and when I say that operatively, out of business, because if they don't know how to manage money, if they don't know how to manage resources, they don't succeed. Every, every service and every endeavor that does good has to be able to, at its core, uh, survive and succeed. And that takes money. So you have to be intelligent and have financial acumen to be able to do that. If not, you're not going to be able to see your passion realized. So let's take our other break. We'll be right back with Josh Lennon. Read the book. Read the book. Get the book. Go to Amazon. Get the book. The Social Capitalist. Uh, phenomenal. And of course, go to the go to their website, Warriors Heart. If you know anybody who is in need of this type of service, uh, by gosh, this sounds like an incredible place. It looks like a hunting reserve. It looks like the exact type of place I'd want to go regardless. So, hey, man, uh, this will be good. Let's take our last break. Hi, I'm Kimberly Nibo with the Kimberly Nibo Insurance Agency, serving the community for over 27 years. People tend to be most concerned with price. That is, of course, until something goes wrong. Then the only thing they care about is their coverage. My experience enables me to uncover every available discount. I could save you up to 40% while still offering the proper coverage for the people you care about. Call today for a free review at 763-571-6111 or email me at kim at kimnibo.com. Todd Rooker here to tell you about the most amazing jewelry store, Golden Treasures on 805 Grand Avenue in St. Paul. I've known the owner, Todd Gimble, for almost 20 years now, and at Golden Treasures, not only do you get more for less, it's the experience that you and your special person will feel when you walk in the door. Todd truly puts his heart and soul into creating your experience, regardless of how much money you spend. This is Todd's customer for life philosophy. Take it from me, there really is no other jewelry store. You can't go wrong with Golden Treasures in St. Paul. 651-227-2711. That's 651-227-2711. 
1-800-926-1111. Home Rental Systems has been helping homeowners in the Twin Cities metro area realize their property investment's full potential. At Home Rental Systems, we will take away all the hassles from renting your home. We have a proven home rental system for renting and managing single-family homes, townhomes, and condominiums, and will attain the highest monthly rent possible. Go to homerentalsystems.com or call now, 612-701-4375. Do you have enough to retire? Do you even know how much you need to retire? Great Waters Financial specializes in helping people nearing retirement get ready for their next big challenge. Great Waters Financial can help you understand how much you'll need for a comfortable retirement, how long your money will last, and what you need to do now to make sure you can retire the way you want to. You've earned a great retirement. Let the team at Great Waters Financial help you make it happen. Four convenient offices in the Twin Cities. GreatWatersFinancial.com Accounting and bookkeeping services are no longer just about record keeping. For decades, Arliss Cleveland has been passionate about helping individuals and businesses look at their taxes and financials in a big picture strategy that allows them to position for maximum profitability. Arliss Cleveland Limited is big enough to handle any size client, yet small enough to give you the direct personal attention you deserve. Their philosophy is that accounting and tax services are about more than just numbers on a page. It's all about building client relationships that are personal. Call 763-786-4600. For a free consultation, you're listening to Cover Your Assets with Todd Rooker. Welcome back. Hey, this is uh, this is an incredible subject and Josh we're we've got just a few minutes to wind it up here um if somebody wants to get a hold of you and uh, they want to they want to you know talk to you about either either you know uh funding some of the folks who can't afford the services or if they've got somebody who who wants to uh take advantage of the services you provide for somebody they know or themselves is the number I'm giving the right one for them to get a hold of you that 888-438-6616 it is. All right. Very good. Very good. Um, you know, in in uh, in parting here, what what are some lessons that you can teach folks who maybe have a passion uh, for a business, something that really you know you know jazzes them and gets their juices going? What are what are some of the major takeaway points that you would you would tell somebody who wanted to start something like what you've done? Sure, that's a great question. A social so capitalist. Be, yeah. <laughs> yeah. To, to find your why. What's your passion? What's your purpose? Why? Why do you want to build this business? Because it's got to be more than money. Um, and what social capitalists do is we solve problems. So look out in the world and, and see what problems do you want to address and solve. And a lot of times it's connected to, to our past, to our history. And there's a reason why we've gone through what we've gone through. So maybe that can help you moving forward to drive that passion, that purpose. And then lastly, well, there's a couple more things, but lastly is um, financial education is so important and you're spot on because not only to get the business going, but to keep it going, you got to have that financial education to make good, smart decisions 
so you can keep the mission going. And Otherwise, you, you run out of money and you close, close shop. And you need a team around you, which is uh, something that that, uh, that you are a part of. You're a part of Robert Kiyosaki's team. You have a team of people around you who help you make good decisions by providing with good information so that you can make those good, fiscally responsible decisions for your business. And that's all obviously important. You know, Josh, every time I see these guys coming off the plane with their gear on the tarmac, they're coming home from from their military service. It just about makes me want to cry. I, I know what these guys are up against, and these are the best among us. They've given given to our society, the police officers, the first responders. What a great business you have created, and thank you so very much for the service you provide to our veterans and first responders. Thank you, Josh. Uh, and thank you, Todd, for your service you and how you're continuing to, to serve by financial education. Thank you. Very good. Bye-bye. Hi, I'm Kimberly Nibo with the Kimberly Nibo Insurance Agency, serving the community for over 27 years. People tend to be most concerned with price. That is, of course, until something goes wrong. Then the only thing they care about is their coverage. My experience enables me to uncover every available discount. I could save you up to 40% while still offering the proper coverage for the people you care about. Call today for a free review at 763-571-6111 or email me at kim at kimnibo.com. Todd Rooker here to tell you about the most amazing jewelry store, Golden Treasures, on 805 Grand Avenue in St. Paul. I've known the owner, Todd Gimble, for almost 20 years now, and at Golden Treasures, not only do you get more for less, it's the experience that you and your special person will feel when you walk in the door. Todd truly puts his heart and soul into creating your experience, regardless of how much money you spend. This is Todd's customer-for-life philosophy. Take it from me, there really is no other jewelry store. You can't go wrong with Golden Treasures in St. Paul. 651-227-2711. That's 651-227-2711. The proceeding was a paid program. The views expressed are not necessarily those of the management or ownership of 1500 ESPN.